And I'm Karen Wright. It is 9.33 and it is time for Gardening with Barb, but we have today Gardening with Harvey. Good morning, Harvey. Good morning. Harvey Hess is also a master gardener, as am I. I'm a newer one than Harvey, and of course, you're new compared with Barb Lamps, and she's been yeah. one for 30 plus, 35 years, and I think you've only been one for... Plus 10. Yeah, well, see, okay, and I'm I'm just... <laughs> a third of the time. Plus one, so I'm, yeah, even less than that, but so, you know... It's it's getting cold out. I, I'm just enjoying this weekend. I'll be out probably doing as much as I can. And I've been working out a lot outside this whole month because it's been beautiful. But next week, it sounds like things are going to be pretty much done. But in your case, your gardening is continuing in full force. Well, I have a winter garden. I know, and it just amazes me. <laughs> it, it's I have a heated garage. And so I've got 62 pots out there of a lot of different kinds of flowers. 62 pots. Now, do, where do you put your car, people will say? Car's right in the center. Okay. I just <laughs> work around it. has got a big garage it. that works around, okay. <laughs> I just work around it. And I've got shelves up and um, grow lights. I got uh, these shop lights with uh, uh, fluorescent bulbs in it and, and um, so a whole bunch of different kinds. I was curious last night, so I went out and looked. I got, did you do an inventory? Yeah, I did an inventory. I got 24 pots of hen and chicks, and some of those I'm raising for my granddaughter's wedding. She wants those for centerpieces on her tables. Oh, nice. When yeah. is the, the wedding? In January something. And they're coming along, so they'll make it? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I've got out there, so she got something to pick from. And okay, <laughs> good. And then I have a little miniature rose that's actually got a flower on it now. Oh, uh, wow. Is that for the wedding, too, or just, no, just this for is fun? No, this is just fun. Just because Harvey can't help himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have six geraniums out there. One of them is uh, about uh, between 15, almost 20 years old, I think. And I got four ornamental peppers out there, and one of them is four years old. Wow. Uh, ten begonias. I got a coleus yet, and, yeah, and I got two calla lilies. Okay. They weren't blossoming or they didn't grow this summer. They were laying on top of the ground, so I stuck them in a pot, and they're, they're growing. Well, I think one's going to be flowering pretty soon. And then I have five lemongrass, pots of lemongrass, although I don't think they're going to make it because th that came from my daughter's, and uh, they didn't get them dug before it froze. Oh, so they got frozen the, kind of, and now Yeah, there is there some struggling. green in them yet, but I, I was hopeful there would, but I don't, I don't think it'll... Then I have a, I do have a Gerber daisy, and I got a bleeding heart, and I've got another geranium that's a, called Angel's Angel Eyes, uh, petal orange. Hmm. It's a, it's a real small kind of a fine one. Okay. And I have a lily, and I have a big pot of shamrock that is. They look like little uh, clovers yeah, but, with three leaves. Uh, yeah, and I think that's about eight years old. Wait, is that shamrock or is that oxalis? Because I'm thinking of it, or is it the same thing? I, I'm not sure. We'll have to ask Barb Lampson. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then, um, and then I've got one. It's a dip lady in there. Okay. It, that came, um, my daughter brought it in. Or brought it out for me to take care of, and it, it's a great big pot. I can't hardly lift it because you have a big garage to yeah. take care of everything. <laughs> and then I have a uh, um, hibiscus tree. Okay, that's um, six, seven feet tall. Is that something you put out in the summer? Then outside, well, this is I'm overwintering for another lady. Oh. <laughs> <She> <laughs> it's Harvey's storage. <laughs> you should chart chart for your storage <laughs> in your garage. She, did, she didn't have room for it anyway. I said, "Well, I'll try it." Yeah. 
But you know, one thing when you do bring in a lot of plants, some of the leaves will turn yellow. Right. They'll because it's it's a, a quite a change from outside to inside. You don't and have it, as much light even with the grow lights. Especially the lights. The sunlight makes so much difference. And so these plants, since I've got them, they've lost some of their bottom leaves and stuff. But I've got them going now, and they're starting to grow. And so they'll keep until next summer, and then you put them back outside, and then they all fill in with the leaves sure. again, too. Yeah, because that is one thing I know when I feel sometimes you bring the things in and they start to not look as good and it's kind of straggly. But once spring comes around again, they'll start coming back. And then besides my garage, I've got... Uh, 18 plants in a house. In the house? Are these house plants or not house the, plants? These are house plants. Okay. I, they, I don't take them outside. Uh, as long as I got the heated garage, any plants out in the garage can go outside during the summer, but they don't come in the house in the fall because of, you can get bugs in them and stuff right. like that. So my house plants are house plants. My house garage plants are outside plants. And you also, I know, went and dug a lot of your tubers like your dahlias and other things i don't know if you had glads and, and then now those are in storage in your basement yes too. i got i got them all in i i think i've got 11 varieties of um, uh, dahlias plus uh, three or four small ones and uh, little ones and then um, i did have some uh glads uh cal lilies i got a lot of cal lilies callas or cannas Calla lilies. You got the calla. See, I've got a lot of canna lilies, which are the big, tall ones with a lot the large foliage. Yeah, I got I got a few of those. Okay, I've got a lot. But I got a lot of calla lilies, and, okay. and I got those all in storage and everything. Now, too. sometimes people call those peace lilies too. The, the, don't they? The calla lilies. Well, they kind of have that same shape. The the leaves do anyway. Well, they have they have the tuber flower. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. In different colors. Yeah, I got one that's really dark pretty yeah well you know my son says he wants to uh, start doing plant breeding and <laughs> he's, oh, he's 13 uh, and he says mom let's get started and i honestly don't really know what to, to, to <laughs> get to start doing this i mean i've, I've got to do some research and I, I googled online i googled plant breeding kits but there really <laughs> isn't no, such a thing. I don't know that it's a real popular hobby. Uh, because you know, you think back when, when uh, was it Darwin? Uh, not Darwin. Yeah, yeah you the, got the right name. Uh, um, Darwin something. Oh, the peas. The, the, yeah. the, the With the, the sweet peas and, you know, made the different varieties. And, and so uh, my husband suggested maybe we could start with nasturtiums. And I'm thinking... I, I have no idea. So well, it's it's a matter of getting uh, male and female right uh, together. So Pollinating. you got to have different, a couple different plants usually, or something too. Uh, I'm thinking it's more complicated than we probably. I mean, just starting in your home basement. I'm probably gonna have to I, talk to somebody here at the university. Yeah, I, I would think so too. Because <laughs> he wants to create new varieties. He's so excited. He's like, I want to make new varieties. Well, and, that's the way you get them. Yeah, right. You know, somebody, a lot of times it's accident. Right. You know. that, and especially when you hear about uh, hostas, the different varieties of hostas, what happens is you have, you know, your hosta is growing and all of a sudden there'll be this odd little one that just comes up beside it or something and they call that a sport. Yeah. And that's how sometimes they start new varieties. One of our master gardeners is into Dells uh, and he has started some new ones. Who's that? Um, I ask you and you probably forget. Yeah, I can't think of his name right now. Okay, but but I mean that's kind of a yeah. Is it's, it's really a, a science and an art, I guess. And now he lives out in the north Mankato or in the north edge of Mankato, the road that goes up to by Good Counselor or someplace out in there. Sure. 
So, yeah, you know, that's something we'll maybe look at. Maybe we'll find something for Christmas for him. I have no <laughs> idea. Well, so I want to talk about watering. You know, you think about this time of year. It's December, and we probably shouldn't be watering. But, you know, with the next few days, it's going to be 50-some degrees, Harvey. I, You can still do it, and, you know, it's been dry. So one of the things they say, you know, with the dry weather... If you still can, which you still can because the ground is not frozen hard, it says, uh, you know, water only when the temp is above freezing. And you'll want to apply the water early in the day so that it'll have time to soak in before nighttime freezing. Because if it stands at the base of your tree, it'll freeze and damage the bark. And heavy coatings of ice on turf, ice on turf grass can cause suffocation. So I'm probably going to be, some of the the, the um, shrubs that I planted just this, you know, late so this fall, I'm going pl- to water them so they get a nice... Um, you know, in the moisture but, in the ground. You know, uh, growing trees, so you remember the, the roots go out so far. Right. I would stay away from the base or the right. trunk go of the out. tree, go out a ways, and then let the water soak in. Yes. So if it f- that freezes, it's not going to hurt the tree. You know, as a rule, the uh, thumb evergreen trees need more water than yeah. deciduous trees because they've, you know, they've got their needles. And so any plant that, with the shallow root system, such as pine, spruce, non-native ju- junipers, uh, will be more susceptible to winter damage. So that's what happens sometimes. Um, and then, like you said, when watering your woody plants that have been planted in the last two seasons, it's important to water the distance from halfway between the plant, you know, the base, to the outer stretch of the branches to approximately a foot beyond the drip line, which is where, you know, the outside Outside part. of the leaves, that's what yep. they call the drip line. And yeah. that's the most important part. So it's still, I mean, it's still okay as long as we're still above... And you think this, you know, it's been kind of dry, especially things like you've just gotten started. I've started some bulbs. I think I'll, you know, just give them a little water, drink this weekend, and then it'll probably be it. You know, and I and I would consider trees that you planted maybe two, three years ago as newly planted trees. Oh, tre- yes, yes. Yeah, because they'll still need that after, they're not really established yet at trees at that time. I actually have wrapped some of my new mm-hmm. trees and shrubs with special wrap. Um, there's different kinds you can get. I don't know if you do that or you don't maybe have any new ones. Yeah, I, we've got some out there. My granddaughter and her husband planted some out there, and they haven't wrapped them yet. I told them the other day, I said, you know, really, you should get those wrapped. If nothing else, keep the mice away during the wintertime. Right, because, I mean, when <coughs> they start to get hungry, they'll start chewing oh, the, boy, they the, do. the bark. And if they girdle it, what's called going around, it'll kill yeah. it because that's how they get their nutrients. The rabbits won't get on because we've got a fence around them. Oh, oh, just oh you might be surprised what rabbits... <laughs> <laughs> I swear rabbits can chew through wire. I know they can't, but uh, I, I, well, actually, I I feel pretty safe for this because they're they're four foot high. Yeah, yeah and, well, and, but they can burrow too. But I suppose when it's frozen, it's a little yeah, harder. a little bit hardened then. Yeah, they're probably coming to my house. But <laughs> I also have um, some trees that I have uh, tr- problems with rabbits uh, chewing the bark on the outside. So I put a little fence just around those shrubs because they're the, my burning bushes. And in the past, they've killed a bunch of the branches because they like chew, 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 because it must be tasty bark. Yeah. Well, they, they're opportunists. Uh, they'll get at what they can get at. Do you do anything with any winter uh, or holiday plants like the poinsettias or anything like that, Harvey? Uh, n- not really. I have a couple of Christmas cactuses in the house. Uh, Mine are starting to bloom. One is red and one is white, and they're blooming. Yep, I do too. So, and then I got these vines. I got them growing all over my windows and in, in the office. 
<laughs> oh, really? They're going, going like mad. Are they uh, pathos or uh, philodendrons? Or? I, I don't know what kind they are, but one has got a bigger leaf, and then one is a smaller leaf. Uh, it was part of uh, the flower for my wife's uh, funeral. Oh, uh, so you still and, got that. And it, it was a center one, and then they had these vines on the outside. There must be at least a dozen uh, plants in a circle there. And now they're just shooting all over, going up. <laughs> so it's a crazy. <laughs> oh, it's 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 something to do. How do you how do you uh, you know you've got how many you said how many plants inside? I got eighteen inside. Okay. And sixty two outside on the garage. The one thing I know I have a problem with, um, and I've had to buy a whole bunch of those plastic dishes to put underneath. Because if you're going <clears> to <throat> water, you can kill it with uh, plants with kindness by gifts. You say, oh, it's dry, yeah. and you you just give a little bit of water on the top. And the roots go all the way to the bottom, so you really need to water thoroughly till the water drains through. And I've had times where I've forgotten or one of my plates or something gets a leak. So you can get those special plastic dishes at different big box stores. I I wasn't... I never had hen and chicks, and my daughter bought a bunch of them for me. And so I planted them using regular potting soil, which I shouldn't have done. And so I... there was a young gal out there looking at my flowers and stuff, and then uh, we got talking about it, and she t- said, no, uh, they're part of succulents, and you should use cactus soil. Right, which is very uh, well-draining. And she said that she always puts rocks down in the bottom of hers. Now, you can get some of these uh, planters th- that have a bottom uh, that you can water from the bottom and stuff. And so what I do with those is I take that bottom cap off, and then I put them into the plastic, or, or I have some of the, the pottery uh, ones too. But I, then I put, um, I actually used a coffee paper. Coffee uh, filter? Filter on uh-huh. the bottom. And okay. then, I, then I put rocks in there, and then I used cactus on there. And I've got oh, a shelf where I put two fluorescent lights up in there. And I got 18 of them up there, and boy, do they look nice now. They're really going. But I, I did, uh, one of them I picked up, and I turned to the side, and water ran out. It was one of those. So it, it makes sense that uh, get that bottom off. And, and especially if you get any plants from a, uh, for a gift or something like that, it's got this tin foil around it. Oh, yeah, that they, it, it looks pretty. But it's either plastic or foil, and you want to leave it on there because you say, oh, it's so pretty, but yeah. if you do, you're going you're to create hold dry rot. You're, you're not going to tell if there's too much water yeah. in there. It's going to be and, in there. And so with the rocks in it, in that, the water will soak through. And with all succulents, uh, the idea is to uh, let them dry through and then water them through there. Right, so give them a, give yeah. them a break between, yeah. And, and succulents, they'll last a long time because they've got the big leaves and there's a lot of water in those leaves. Yeah, it's, it's one of the, <coughs> those that's harder to kill. But, uh, you know, some people can kill anything, they say, so. Well, I, yeah, people will kill uh, plants more by overwatering than they will by underwatering. Absolutely, yeah. In fact, I was um, here in the building, Barb, and I have those windows full of plants, and yesterday there was somebody that was picking on, go, what are you doing to my plant? Oh, I'm picking off the dead leaves. You know, and that's that's fine. You should pick off dead leaves and things like that. But, um, you know, I, I said, just don't water them because I think the the first thing you want to do if leaves are falling off is to yeah. to water it. Sometimes that's because of overwatering that the leaves can be falling. Oh off. yeah, that's more more likely. That's what it is. Yeah. But I was really surprised though when I picked up this one plant and I turned it aside and then water ran out because I didn't think I really. So I do have a little uh, watering meter uh, probe. 
You do. Then okay. I can stick down into the pot, and I can get all the way down to the bottom and see how wet it is and snap. So I use that quite often on some of them. How about for gifts? You know, if you're getting gifts for gardeners, maybe you're thinking of people. Um, what would you as a gardener want for a gift? Because, you know, Christmas time, just curious, what would Harvey want? Oh. Besides a new tractor, I suppose, or something. Well, uh, well, a new plant. Oh, are you okay, another plant? <laughs> I, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm all for that. Something different. You can never have enough plants is what you're saying? Yeah, something like that. Well, you know, you mentioned you have the lights on, and you <clears> can have lights on, but you're supposed to not leave them on all day long. Do you have yours on a timer? Because yes. Because other, it's hard for, otherwise they need that cycle of yeah. light and dark. Uh, yeah, I am on a timer. I think about 16 hours. A d- and they're on during the day because they're out in the garage and mm-hmm. stuff. They don't get any direct sunlight. And so they come on. I, I wake up in the morning and the uh, lights are on and they turn off just before I go to bed at night. Okay, so yeah. Cause and that's it's, I got these shop lights and where there are two bulbs in there, and I'll have, and they're fluorescent, and I'll have one soft white and one cool white. That's supposed to give you the whole spectrum of sunlight. Right, and that's very important for yeah. plants. So have you ever bought plants, this is me and Barb, maybe not you, because they're on sale, and maybe you didn't necessarily have a place to put them, and, and you just thought, <laughs> oh, it's such a good deal. Well, I've done that, and so um, they're still in pots, some of them. So what I've had to do, and because this weekend still the ground isn't frozen, you can still do it. If you've still got some plants in pots and you know you're not going to really be able to plant them where you want them, you can dig a hole and you can plant the entire pot in the ground and just put the dirt up around it because it then it's <coughs> it'll have a better chance because it'll at least be protected. The roots will be protected. If they're for a zone, your, your zone. Your zone, right. Zone yeah. three or four, which is ours. Yeah, but I would also uh, mulch them a little bit too. Yes. Because um, the mulching is what, what's going to happen is they're going to freeze. And the mulching will keep them from freezing, thawing, freezing, thawing in the spring. And that's when they, when that heaves the ground, that stuff all the time too. That's when it really kills the plant if, if that, too much. That thaw, freeze cycle, yeah. right? That's really hard on it. Um, another thing I've noticed with gardening that I've taken advantage of in the fall, a lot of stores, including still, are trying to clear out their their uh, inventory because they're making way for all the Christmas stuff. So I have found some really great deals on things, whether it's fertilizers or um, natural uh, insecticides, uh, soap insecticides and things like that, because the stores are simply trying to get rid of them because they don't have room for them. Right. So y- if you want to be a savvy shopper and you've got a place to store them, they shouldn't be out in the garage where they freeze. In your case, they wouldn't. But um, yeah. you know, if you've got a place to store them, now's a good time to get that kind of stuff. Yeah. And a lot of times I'll go and looking for something well, they don't have anymore because they got rid of it in the, for the winter and stuff. Well, yeah, and yeah. Me, I, I, I garden all winter, you know. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a, a lot of times you can get some good bargains out there. Right, and that's important. One thing I'm waiting, and let me know if, if anybody sees this. I have those raised garden beds that I fill with soil. Yeah. Every year they go down a little bit, you know, because you pull things. And mm-hmm. well, in my case, there's voles in there, and they're tunneling. But uh, <laughs> I, I'd like to find some good uh, soil, bagged soil. That's whether it's the Miracle Grow stuff, not the stuff with the water moisture stuff, but the the other stuff. That's been a really good thing to mix because it's really nice uh, drainage. And so I I try to wait till I see it on a good sale. Sometimes it's in January though. I notice it takes till. I always buy, I've got a couple of bags of uh, 
potting mix. I don't buy potting soil. I buy potting mix. Okay. It's, it's lighter, and that's what I use for all my plants when I start them in the spring. But I always get a couple bags in the fall because I don't want to go in there and buy a bag that's froze. You don't? No, I, I, I always. It's heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. <laughs> and, but I, I get a couple. So I've got some there in this because uh, I start before they start stocking a lot of this stuff in the spring because I start that's from true. seed. You, yeah. And so I've got to have some early and that. And uh, I always. And I've got two bags now that I'm just waiting until this spring and now you'll be able to use them and they're nice and warm and out in the garage and well if you see any of the mixes like i said give me a call let me know if there's a good deal on them because otherwise some of those are, are you know 10 to 13 dollars per per bag and it's so expensive and i try to wait till they're at least half off if i can i i've got, i bought a have bought a lot of uh potting mix you know because i i start so many plants right you know. Uh, usually over 100 tomatoes and over 50 peppers and stuff every year. And so I got to have a lot. And I'll, I've got my ones that I like better than others because uh, of what's in them. Right. Uh, some of this, sometimes you get some of this uh, that's not really decomposed. You find a lot of little sticks and stuff in there. Or bigger and, sticks, yeah. yeah. And so I've, I have found some now that uh, um, that are really nice. What do you have a brand that, that has been it's, successful it's, for you? It's called Nature's. I, I, oh, you've I, had good luck with that. Yeah. Okay. I've had. Uh, I did this summer. I had. So I bought a couple of this fall. I got them at Menards, and I've had the same issue because I've done, been doing some mulching this fall also with. I've wanting to use pine bark because we did a garden tour out in Waseca. I don't think you were with us on no, that No, I one. wasn't there. Yeah, but this these people used all pine bark and it made yeah. it just look so natural. Of course, they have to replace it and they buy it by the, the, the semi-load because yeah. they've got such big gardens. But I've uh, started some new gardens out at our lake house, so I bought some of this pine bark. But I found the stuff I found that I bought is inconsistent and some of them are like not just little bark uh, chips. They're, they're, big, they're like big, big, big chunks. Big yeah. chunks of wood and I thought, well, what, what in the world is this? So, there are inconsistencies by varieties, so it's it's one of those things where yeah. sometimes you have to experiment. Yeah, yeah, because I, I I probably go through uh, six eight bags of potting mix a year, and so uh, I see something that you know, on sale or something, and I if I've tried it before and I don't like it, I won't get it, even if it's on sale. Right. But I'll uh, if it's something new, uh, I'll try it. And I I had got a couple of these last summer, and I really liked them, and so I bought a couple this fall and too. You know, my dad, who was a dairy farmer like you, uh, would roll over in his grave if he realized how much soil I was actually buying now. You know, we <laughs> lived on this big, big farm with all this <laughs> land, you know, and, and the, the uh, barnyard had great, great soil, you know, from the years of buildup and stuff. And now I'm paying, you know, $13 for a, a bag of dirt, you know, and I, I could just see him rolling over his grave, grave saying, what in the world <laughs> are, are you doing? doing? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's the that's the thing about being an urban dweller yeah. is yeah. you don't have access to all that stuff. Oh, no, I hear you talking about uh, dirt. I I got my compost piles. Right. And uh, I've got some just really black, nice dirt down there. And so now I got all my leaves picked up and, and I got a pile back there that is... Oh, it would about f fill this room. 
<laughs> yeah, well, you know, the other advantage you have when you do yours, you have a tractor, you can turn it. I've got these piles that are just too so hard to, to yeah. turn over. And You know what I found, and I've talked about this, I know, a lot, but uh, voles. I've got the voles, yeah. and they love my compost piles. Well, that's because we, f- we throw fruits, food scraps and stuff in there, and yeah. I, I imagine you don't do that? or Oh, some of the scraps go out, and out in there and too. But you've got such a big pile, you yeah, probably don't I notice Yeah, I mix them up, they, they don't. You don't even notice them in there <laughs> <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Anything else you have uh, about gardening things you're doing now or thinking about doing? No, just uh, well. Last week I got a seed catalog. A day before yesterday, I had three in one day. Oh my goodness! Yesterday one. So I thought, well, maybe it's time to get my seeds out. And so yesterday morning, oh, I had to rearrange my flowers out there because they're in where I usually have seeds. And so I rearranged my flowers, and then I got all my seeds out, and um, now I have to start looking through them, see what I got. Isn't it so tempting when you get a new catalog, you don't even want to look at your old stuff. You just want to order all new. That's that's what I feel like I want to do. Uh, I've got to go through my seeds because some of them are old. I'm going to throw them all out and get anyone. But i got a great-granddaughter that uh, is in kindergarten this year, uh, last spring, she's got her own little pot, a garden, and she picks out what she wants. And so she went through the catalog and had a whole list. Grandpa, I need this, I need this, I need this. So, Grandpa, you start them for me. <laughs> so you are the, essentially, you are the uh, the store for her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she tells me what she wants, and I get them. Uh, sometimes uh, she gets something that has to be planted directly out, but I'll buy the seed for her and, and uh, give her get them to her and then the plants and does she ever get some that you think are really unreasonable but just because she's a kid you let her do it anyway i mean like you know there's some Um, seeds that you really think this you know that probably aren't going to be really successful i i i would let her if if but she really is uh, i can't say that she has done that Uh, most of the time i think she has been really um good about what she gets that uh are good things to get for her. Um, she tends to have the flowers more than the vegetables, but she does have some vegetables too, and that. So um, I'll I'll leave her get some, and it, it's a good experiment experiment with her, and then she knows that you don't always you aren't always lucky, and you don't always grow things that are good for you and and stuff. But uh, <coughs> she does she does a good job and. What would you recommend then for parents maybe who have little kids? How does how do you, should you start your your you know you work with a lot of kids <coughs> I know with but your grandchildren? What would you recommend? To, what's good to start with? I I would I would start with uh, if you're talking about flowers, marigold. Oh yeah, marigold is a good thing to start with because they they will grow f- faster uh, than a lot of them. Uh, and you get into vegetables, uh, radishes, uh, beets. Uh, something like that uh, will grow quite fast. And that you know, you, you get little kids and you pl- they plant a seed. And they come back there every day looking and trying to s- figure out when it's going to grow. They don't have the patience that <laughs> that uh, uh, you know you're going to have to have. So you want something that will grow fast. Uh, well, a bean. green beans. I was going to say green beans. Have, uh, I beans. remember that's one thing in schools they always start because you can actually put it in a bag with a little damp paper towel and watch it actually grow. <laughs> yeah, something funny about a bean. Uh, we had uh, uh, some red beans that we tried this year for the first time, 
and I had them in the garage, and I shucked them all out, and I had them in a pail, uh, ice cream pail. And they were just sitting out there, and daughter hadn't used them yet. And uh, yesterday, I noticed in one of my pots, it was a succulent of some sort, here's this long string stick sticking up above the plant, the plant. I went and I pulled that thing out of there, and here it was a bean. And I could see the shell of the bean yet still on there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and yeah. I, I did. I, a lot of times in the fall, I'll have a little problem with with a mouse or two in there. Yep. A mouse must have gone in that ice cream pail and got the bean out and took it and planted it. I don't know how else it could have done it. That's funny. <coughs> well, I mean, that's the thing with rodents. You never know. Yeah. Well, Harvey, it's always fun having you on the show. Thanks. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you. All right. Happy gardening.